November 30, 2021. It's what for Pedro Show. You ever listen to that record much? Only when, at the time that it came out, I, I used to listen to it and wonder what happened to me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, it was, it was a sort of surprising thing to hear this back, you see, because, I don't know, it, it came back another way. How did it come back? Did it? Well, it, 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 was, it, was, it was a little longer than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it had quite a bit of a fairly good amount of intensity in it, you know, which I, I hadn't quite gotten in, into a recording before. You were pleased with it? I think it's to, just, you know, to that to a degree. I mean, not not that I could sit there with it and you know love it forever. Well, I know you'd never be pleased with anything you do so long in the week. <laughs> I realized that uh, I'd have to do that a better, <laughs> you see. And then, uh, <clears throat>
for Pedro Show. Happy Tuesday started off with John Coltrane talking to Frank Kofsky about chasing the train, November 1966. Whoa. Then the game fought after that with litigious Mike Love. You could probably tell by that other voice, people, I am not man alone, but because of those Stonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got Eric Franschka with me. Welcome aboard, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And we got to give credit to Brother Steve Bono for making the connect, correct? Yes, that is correct. Thank you, Stevie. Eric, what town are you talking to me from? It is 1 p.m. No, town. T-O-W-N. Town. St. <laughs> Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. Turf Club. Yes, also, you know it. Also home of Grand Heart. That's right. Yeah, and it's in the Studebakers. That is right. I miss that brother much. Man, I loved him very much, very much. But anyway, so we're talking about, yeah, the east side, right? And you know, it's a trip. You probably toured and stuff, maybe. We'll get to that part of your musical journey. But 35E, 35W. You go through (laughs) Iowa, you go through Oklahoma, you get into Texas. Again, 35E, 35W, not a coincidence, I don't think. Wow. Anyway, let's talk about you, like that John Coltrane uh, tune he covered, right? <laughs> I want to talk about you. Uh, maybe Billy Strayhorn, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Eric, please bring your earliest musical recollection. Oh, man, earliest musical recollection. Yeah, that there's is... echo in here. That is deep. I know, but remember, it's a lot for Pedro show, so there's no hard questions, there's no wrong answers. I gotta think about that, man. I I've never thought about that particular question. You know, it's always about like shows and records. So I'm like, there has to be something there. You know, that a lot I, of cats talk about riding in the car with their folks in the AM radio, right? Yeah, it definitely is that. There's no doubt about that. But other cats. <laughs> They tell me they were hearing stuff inside the mom's womb and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't vouch for that. But yeah, no, you know that. Either. Sure. All, the, all those car rides with uh, with uh, AM radio and um, for sure. For well, let sure. me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Eric. Uh, in the pad you grew up, was it St. Paul? I grew up in Winona, Minnesota. Okay, okay, Winona. Uh, Down river. Right, 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 right. The big river people. Yes. It starts little, though. <laughs> yes. I think, yeah, I visited Greg Norton, Sporting Greg Norton in, 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 where was it, Red Wing? You can almost walk That's across it, right? Yeah. Okay, That's right. Okay, step across. Uh, was there musical instruments in that pad? No, none. None. Okay. What about, re- uh, your folks have record collection? You have older brothers or sisters? I am one of those strange creatures called an only child. Ah, so. there's... A, there's um, no, that There's no older brothers or sisters, <laughs> but my mom. You know who was an a, only child? Sid Barrett. Kind really? Of heart. I wouldn't shit you, Eric. <laughs> well, I, I get it. Wow. Well, then, okay. Then that, that, that's, that helps me out a little bit. That gives me some perspective. Although, you know what Rod Cooter said about, you know, cause he helped make that first Beefheart album. And, um, there's the Michael Barnes great book on 
can't be farted. And uh, anyway, he says, yeah, I was getting a little brown shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> I just put that out there. <laughs> well, you know, I think there's a, 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 gr- a kernel of truth in that for sure. Um, uh, but by record collection, the, you folks, do yeah, they ever yeah. listen to me? Like, did they play the radio? Did they play the stereo? Yeah, my mom had a night had a very interesting record collection. Like my dad really didn't have records. He liked music, but um not really actively. And but my mom had a decent record collection. She was so that's kind of where I, I went. It was back in this closet and I had to kind of go in there and kind of search almost like going into a gold mine or something. The velvet gold mine. Yeah, it kind of was, yeah. Card with uh, Ronnie Ashton. I couldn't the guy three feet in front of me sitting there playing TVI. It wasn't a record. It was the actual man. Oh, I man. Like, I almost foamed over. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I was I, getting happy. Why got you. happy? Why got But, yeah, that Todd Haynes movie. Uh, let me ask you this. First record you bought with your own money. Well, I, built, I know the first 45 I yeah, bought. Yeah, that's what I meant. It don't mean on the medium. Just the first. I, you know, when you're a kid, you ain't I, got a lot of money. So when you spend it, right? It's, yep. Yeah, okay. It was um, Goodbye Stranger oh, by wow. Supertramp. Yeah, sure. That voice. <laughs> that's where, you know, that's where, I, that's where my needle kind of drops in the continuum. You know, that's like late 70s. Yeah, trippy, kind of theatrical rock, right? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that's music, true. Actually. Not, I don't think with multimedia, but like their music was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like that that tune was actually, um, I think, made a big impression because it's kind of this journey where it's kind of mellow and then it gets very dramatic and it's it's uh, has a lot of different episodes and kind of scene changes in sure, it, sort sure. of. Little Bohemia raps. Look, uh, what was first gig you saw? <laughs> now this is this is some Midwest stuff. So it was like the whole family, including grandma going to see kenny rogers oh okay so it wasn't yeah it wasn't it wasn't going ron ashton you know what i mean (laughs) but you know he had what did he have that lighthouse he had a a, right mary love goes from rosemary or so he before he did the country thing he had like a pop thing too i think though it was at the fifth well not fifth dimension what is it it was called lighthouse for oh okay really first edition edition. edition. Yeah. yeah and his brother ran a fucking uh, label in Houston that had 13 floor elevator, uh, oh, Red Crayola, really? moving sidewalk. Yeah, artist international. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't shit you. Uh, what about at school? Were you in the in the marching band or the choir or shit like that? I was in orchestra. Playing what? Because they, you know, they that was the first playing thing what? that came through. Eric, playing playing bass. Bass. Playing bass. You're talking about the stand up, the big like big giant bass. violin without a chin part. That is right. Okay. That is right. Did you pick yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just let you pick, and really, no one else chose bass. But that wasn't the reason. Okay, I, let me it, ask you. You know, I'm a little prejudiced towards this instrument, so I want to know why you picked that. Well, they, you know, I think at that time I was I had been playing drums for a little while. Oh, okay. Tell me own. about that. How'd that happen? Just stop. It was weird, man. I have to say, maybe about six months before that, maybe a little longer. I, uh, I, uh, I was supposed to go to school one day, and I just said to my dad, "I don't know. I, I, I'm sick today. I can't go to school." 
Okay, and, I'll buy your drum set. <laughs> no, no, but no, there no, was, that, that but, was a lot improv there. <laughs> oh man, well it was very similar. Like I had had a, I had destroyed a toy drum set earlier that Christmas. And oh, the ones sitting, with the little paper heads and shit. You got it. You got it. And I, I just stay. I pulled that out of the. Uh, let the me ask you, why did you get that? And started you, drumming. Yeah, that let me day. ask you though, because you got that as a gift. Were you? Was it on some kind of wish list? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because I want. Yeah. You know, I like the early things that draw people to instruments, even though they might not fucking end up in it, right? But so I'm wondering, yeah. what got you into drums? You know, if I was fewer of all the school system, you couldn't graduate without playing drums. I want everyone to be a drummer. Then we can do all kinds of music better. Oh, man, especially <laughs> in elementary school. I mean, everyone would want to get ah, a with shot. the grown-ups, too, though, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to well, visit they, some. They can go the last. Other, the other rule is you got to visit some foreign countries. That's it. That's Watts' uh, uh, pr pronouncements. So, I so, like So that. you destroyed this kit. And what, they get uh, a replacement one's a real one? Yeah, then, well, they got me uh, maybe a practice pad first, but then I got a snare drum. Okay, okay, so you didn't have the trap. You know you know why it's called the trap set, right? Oh, please tell me. It's in a brief. Contraption. <laughs> you know, it's invented in New Orleans. It was, uh, it was just all like schmas, right? Cobbled together, kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, improvising. Some gongs from China and some, you know, conga kind of drums to be like... Yeah, it, it's a trip. Larry uh, Mullins educated a lot on me on it. So you didn't start yeah. with the whole kit. Well, the, the little kid's kit was a whole set, but fuck. And then a practice pad to a snare. But then when you yeah. get to school, uh, you get to do music in school, you pick the bass. Yeah, I think it's connected. I don't. I know a lot of people say four-string guitar, but I say four-string drum set. <laughs> no, yeah, I've been going more I, and more I, that I, way. I think that's what Jane Jameson was telling us. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I, I think I also saw, you know, I was by that point, by the time they were recruiting for orchestra, I was definitely down with music. And, um, and you know, in the they, swing days, right? Guitar, piano, bass, drums. We were all in the rhythm section. It was no, yeah. no separation in those. There's no amplifiers yet, right? Everybody had no yeah. eighth notes like, <laughs> look, you gave me this music, some more uh, gang font. You haven't yes. lived until you have had to have Red Beowulf.
Tony Driver. So 
take against the different as strange with names if not stones they take their revenge but we're turning to air and no stone can touch you made my life and I love you so much and she stepped from the bridge with a child in her arms to join with the earth no providence harms and wind from the wheat fields blows through bridge hill and the last light of evening falls on black hill and it falls on high westward and hamsterly mill and newlands and allensford and over swallwell it falls still on concert leadgate and delves This song is over Look after yourself
Pedro Show, that chunk of music started off the gang font. You haven't lived until you have had to read Beowulf. I think I fucking said it wrong last time. That's a <laughs> problem with long titles. No, it's a problem with retarded readers. Well, and that song features your, your old pal, Greg I, Look, Martin. I was going to get to that shit because he, he liked me the fact he was a gang foner. Yeah. Soon after he fucking got in the boat with us and went to Omaha to do some box solo to open up a missing man kick. Yeah. Uh, took your time in his life. Okay. He's Porcupine Man now, though. But we'll get to him. Yeah. We'll get to him. Taff Falco, brand new Tony Driver. Five song EP. During this situation, record overseas. I got to be on two of them, but not this one. Uh, Springtime. Uh,. Some proj, uh, collab, yeah. Uh, the Viadex love suicide. Yeah. Uh, Joyful nice. Noise, the great label, and they they put together some other uh, stable to uh, this project. And Thud, after that, real love. Cedric Noel, brand new on Joyful Noise. Uh, Hold on, losing Sabla, her uh, new album with Ground Loop. Bronze Age Ufo, Lagoon Monster, Rubber Mask, Volume Four now, Bart B Three. That this thing with the mouth harp, right? How many fucking cassettes can we get out of one of those? SLWCC, <laughs> what? From not too far away, Iowa City. Uh, Sam Lockwood, yeah. I got a collab with. This is our uh, cassette EP. And one of the good ones, Who's Now, this yeah, is I the don't... time. This record was put out by D. Boone and myself on New Alliance Records, NAR 007. And uh, I remember Black Fly guys giving us a cassette. We thought it sounded like. Blue Oyster Cult real fast. Hey, can we put this out? And in those days, who's could do? If you wrote the song, you had to sing it. So this is MTC, which I think is uh, maybe the Minneapolis Transit uh, Corporation. <laughs> probably. And, uh, metro, yeah, metro Transit. Metro Transit. That's what it is. So it probably served both towns. Yeah, okay, across that yeah. river. And uh, who's could do? So Greg Norton singing it. He wrote it. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's about Beautiful. having to ride a bus or something. And then finally, Happy Apple. Starchild nice. Cranium. Now, Starchild, everybody knows, is one of the stars of Mothership Connection, right? And George Clinton. His uh, <laughs> alter ego's on that. And it's a beautiful album. I think that, that, that tour, they came out of this flying saucer that landed on this. They were signed to cast blanket. Uh, so, okay, let's continue <laughs> on. You get on the, the stand-up bass. Do you learn to read? Oh, yeah. Okay. How long do yeah. you do this? Do you do it all through school? I did it all through school. Oh, Absolutely. bitch it. Bitch it. Absolutely. So, so Arco and Pescado? Yeah. Okay, Absolutely. German or yeah. French? I did French. Okay. It's an under-over thing, people. The overs That's are, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a way of holding things. But, man, you know humans, they can get particular. <laughs> and I With guess, German French, that's pretty. Yeah, not man, too. Like you bring in all other kinds of stuff. Pretty yeah. heated. But but this this idea, you know, probably one technique works for some things, and other technique for another. So like, it's all vocabulary. It's probably best to know it all, but that's tough. So you pick and choose. And so, uh, not not the stand up. I'm not talking about after school when you graduate, but in the afternoon, the basement yeah. band, the garage band, the bedroom band. Did you do that yeah. with stand-up? No, at first it was drums. Okay, so drums. you're making little bands with your buddies after school, right? You're a drummer man. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm like trying to make songs up off the top of my head and then just in, in 
enlisting neighborhood kids to help me out, basically. And they came your pad to prac because you're the man in the rear with lots of gear. Basically, yeah, this is where the drum set is. You right, gotta come right. here. Well, that means your fucking folks were pretty kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, the fucking I can't believe that. I can't believe they was right. Was that. it like three o'clock, four o'clock, right after school? You just got to start winding it up. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Dane, these bands have a name, and you and you weren't trying to copy off records. You're saying you had tunes that you were getting these cats oh, to well, play. I mean. Yeah, I mean, this is like you're 10, 11, 12, yeah, yeah, and, sure. and um, no, nothing, no, no, um, no covers, and just kind of screwing around and trying to figure out how it's done. Any of them bands ever do gig? No, no. Just prac, yeah. That, that's the way me de-boomer de before the movement, you know. No gigs. Yeah. You just did it to be with your buddies, right? Yeah. And pretty exactly. much the thing. So. Uh, so none of those garage basement bedroom bands did things. So, okay, you graduate high school. Do you move to higher education music? No, no. I was I was um, kind of contemplating that, and I was going to try to go to Berkeley College of Music. You but didn't want to be didn't... a golden gopher? <laughs> no, I, I, I ended up just moving to Oh, Berkeley uh, School City. of Music. You're talking about the yeah, Boston Berkeley school thing. Music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like count. just kind of like more the jazz side of things and and uh, pursuing that, but I just ended up just kind of jumping into the scene in the Twin Cities. Right, instead. right, right, which was pretty strong, right? Yeah, I mean, I was, but I was kind of in a, in playing covers for a while. Yeah, well, just tell me about your first make, your first time joining a band that did gig. In fact, tell me your first gig. Oh man. Well, you know, man, if you if you don't you don't count like orchestra stuff with school, that those were first gigs for sure. Um, yeah. Playing upright bass in those orchestra concerts, sure, but sure, I, sure. I would say playing drums when I was maybe about twelve. I, I hooked up with these guys that were um, seniors in high school, and we just played a, like a street dance, playing covers. Okay, so that band was the cover band. Okay, okay, and they have a name. Wow, I don't remember it. Okay. I have no did, idea did what we were called. Oh, say that again? Did you play with them long? Yeah, until one of the members died about a year and a half later in a horrible accident. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And and and, and this was uh, on the drum. So, so how yeah. long did you keep it going? Both instruments. Well, you know, I got to do the the bass in school. Oh, you only and, did the bass in school. Okay, I understand. Well, 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 and then I was taking guitar lessons. Oh, and, okay, and, okay. Um, okay. kind of in between there, and so I was kind of just feeling it all out. You know, I thought when I first I thought well, you of, end up on guitar, right? Bass and guitar, really. I mean, really, it, it was bass. Okay, that well, one. You out. know, you know, you know, you just made what really happened. <laughs> well, it was, that was the thing, man. It was, it was eventually as high school wore on, it was kind of one of those things where um, I played those three instruments, but everyone was always looking for a bass player. Right, right. That's where the work is. In fact, that's why yeah. a lot of guitar guys went over to bass like Joe Osborne or, um, or women like uh, Carol Kay. 
Right, right. Not James yeah. Jamerson, though. He went from the stand-up to the electric. Now, when did you go to the electric? Um, when I was about maybe uh, in eighth or ninth grade. And what'd you get? I got some, I think it was called an encore or something. It was a jazz bass copy. Okay. An amp? <laughs> I was PV powered. <laughs> yeah, well, I had, first minute man is PV powered. I think the 400 <laughs> with 215s, 300 watts of fucking noise. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's that's the, the, the local music store was a PV dealer. So yeah. that's, that's how that. Marshall. <laughs> Look, that's we're at right. the end of the first hour, 20. Uh, November 30, 2021, Edition Wapito's special guest, Eric Franska. Hold tight for hour two. November 30, 2021, second hour of the
Hot for Pedro Show, start off the second hour. Happy Apple. Youth-oriented. Then, uh, Jerome Briarton, Damon Smith duo. I like music and musicians. Gary Peacock in memoriam. Ian McComb after that with plus, minus. Balmas Prendon. Art Lull Ultra. And then Happy Apple. The world begins and ends and you're comb over. <laughs> now, after playing with these cover bands and stuff, learning guitar in between already known drums and bass, when do you virtue into your own music? Or at the time, did you have a four track where you composing? Friends definitely had four tracks. Yep. In in uh definitely by high school trying to write music and and um uh, we found it was easier to record because it was too hard to keep a band together, even find people sometimes in a small town. And so, yeah, yeah, there were different friends that had four tracks, and that's what we did at probably more than gigging even. Sure, sure. And uh, what about, it seems like you were like kind of side man, side mouse. Yeah, well, I got, you know, yeah, I got asked to do a lot of different stuff. You know, I was playing bass in but, church. But, 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 oh, really? Know? Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of rock and rollers are in singing church, you know. I think yeah. Because you can let the freak flag fly in, a, in certain ways. <laughs> what, what, and anytime you, in my opinion, anytime you do music, you're invested in the next time you do music. So it's never wasted. Yeah. It's never wasted. It's, it's exactly right. It took me, it took, like doing gigs like that, I learned that young. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, that was yeah, you know what? It, I think it takes a living a, some life to appreciate that. Yeah, I agree. Totally. You know? And people who do half-ass what if it's your last gig? You want to go out halfway? Fuck. I always give it it all. You know, whatever. And it's hard to remember that sometimes, but yeah, you are right. You are right. No, we're talking ethics here, people, not aesthetics. <laughs> Sometimes these things might not be happening, but the ethic is like it might be your last gig, so don't go half-assed. Go full mind. Yeah, cool. Right? Work the room. So uh, what about leaving your town? Did you get into touring? Yeah, I did with uh, more so with Happy Apple finally, but um, – yeah, I did a little bit with um I had kind of a a hard rockish kind of mid 90s heavier rock thing that played around the Midwest a little bit, yeah. Well, tell me about Happy Apple. Happy Apple is a jazz trio from the Twin Cities, electric bass, drums, saxophone, and uh they were they they were founded in ninety five and um ninety six and I joined in at the end of ninety seven. Okay, you replaced somebody. Uh say that again? You replaced somebody. The band was yep, already there, going, yeah. There, there was an there was an upright bass. There was acoustic bass. Originally it was acoustic jazz and they decided to kind of have a slight change of direction and have electric bass instead. Yeah, well, you guys are aware of this uh, SoCal band called Bazooka? Yeah. Right. Fair, fair, it's Maroney yeah. on, on, the, on the drums, but great sax man, but he had Tony Atherton on the uh, sax and a guy named Bill, I can't remember his last name, but on, on the bass. And they're interesting. Nice. Yeah, interesting instrumental band. Uh, so Happy Apple. So you were torn with them. 
Yeah, we would play around. We play. Um, we went back and forth to New York a few times in the late '90s, early 2000s, and you know, stopping in Chicago and Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and not massive tours, but getting out on the road a little bit. Right. Yeah. And the material was it the sax man? All of us. Oh, okay. E- each each member writing, contributing songs. Okay, okay. So Pieces a, a real music. collab, a real collab. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you gave me this other stuff, Dave King Trucking Company. Yes. Okay, I want to play this, Ice Princess.
Ice Princess, Dave King Trucking Company. Then my daddy eat my eyes with H's for heroin. Heroin. <laughs> Not heroin. <laughs> That's Luso. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just, just Joy with her O. Get it? Not hero, right? Here or zero. Yeah. Some pun rock, right? And then Night Tramp, Dave King Trucking Company. Tell us about all things we need to know about Dave King Trucking Company. Well, that was an outgrowth of Happy Apple. Dave King is the drummer. Ah, okay. I love this. The drummer man starts a band. Oh, yes. he's he's a, Dave King is a very powerful creative force. He's also a member of... Right, the, and, and you can be that on any instrument, right? Why is it yep. only just guitar and lead singers? <laughs> yeah, well, he, hey. No, no, we've changed that with the punk movement, you know. But arena rock, man. The, uh, anyway, this is great. Tell me more. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, this is while Happy Apple is still going, still a member of that. We're still doing that. Dave's doing the Bad Plus, and he just had an that's idea. That's right. That's for... where I know that name, Bad Plus. That's right. Which was you a got we got to tell the listeners that piano. In fact, I had a, he might have been on the show, or one of them was. But it was piano, bass, and drums. Mm-hmm. And pretty smoking band. Pretty smoking band. It is. Now they've just expanded to a quartet. They have uh, guitar and tenor sax instead of piano now. Okay. So tell me more about this kind of, I don't know, evolution or morph that Dave King did from Happy Apple to his trucking company. Yeah, he wanted to have, he wanted to have a guitar um jazz thing again and and he wanted two tenor saxes and uh a upright bass and he just had kind of a, a he wrote a whole bunch of material especially for those voices and and uh that's what you heard so you get that explosive kind of rock guitar grittier rock guitar um with kind of a traditional jazz acoustic setting as well are you familiar with URB? I am not. Well, it's, it's upright bass, right? But it's just a fucking neck, right? Because it's electric, so it don't need the whole body. Uh-huh. You ever see these things? They're just like big necks. Some of them will have a little piece of an outline of a body, if you're used to that. But it seems like they're a lot easier to carry around, but they probably sound... There's nothing like old wood, right? It, 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 yeah, you. Can, it's hard to duplicate that. Yeah. I just put a 51 P bass pickup in a Thunderbird and I roll off the tone, but still yes. ain't, it still ain't that. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah, that's a pretty good bridge, man. You know, that, that, that would get in the zone at least. And, uh, how you meet Greg Norton? Greg came out to a bad plus show. Okay. So okay. Dave King, the drummer. Sure. And Dave, um, they struck up a friendship and they decided at some point to get together and play and they called me and greg and dave and myself got together just threw around some ideas in a practice space and that was that that's what became the gang font yes exactly so right. there was no gang font before it was you guys all three coming together okay yeah yep interesting and then we added we added a keyboardist Craig Taborn, 
eventually. And so it was it was a, a trio, but then there was a, always a keyboardist too. You know, I always thought he was really important in Hoosk. I know, I know Grant and you know uh, Bob wrote all the to- a lot of the tunes, especially right, later right. on. But there was something about Greg's bass playing. I remember writing Absolutely. a song for Edward when Edward came. You know, we started up that fire hose thing, and he, yeah. he showed me this song, and it was called "Choose Any Memory." And I said to myself, "I'm going to write," because I got a feeling of Hoosk for some reason. You know. Yeah, I don't know why, yeah. but I, I'm going to write a Greg Norton bass line. And I think I kind of did. Maybe maybe I'm the only guy who thinks so. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, man, I loved Firehose, man. Firehose, I loved that band. That was that a hard was... time for me, man. I, I had to get back on the saddle and thank Edward and Georgie. Fuck. Georgie, yeah. 14 years. Amazing. Yeah, really. We're going to do, uh, do an Unknown Instructor fifth album pretty soon with Joe Biza and Jay Maskey's. Beautiful. Uh, but uh so it came to gang front came together that that fucking easy, huh? So it was it, Absolutely. Okay, it was Dave and Greg and then they asked you, but really it was all three of you coming together and it was like what, some big jams at first? Yeah, we actually Dave and I brought in some little ideas and we just uh said hey just showed them to each other and just kind of played them and it fell into place. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's the way it happens. Huh? It's a trip. Other times yeah. you have to work so hard, hard, and it's always forced. Other times it just fucking falls right together. <laughs> Life is more weird. often than not. I think things fall together if you, you know, if you select if you the right. You stop getting in, in the way of yourself. <laughs> Well, that too, I, and also just combo of people. A lot of times, yeah, it's really. Of just, course, I think that's a big role, man. Exactly right, Eric. Chemistry, like that. That suburb said that song, "Chemistry Set." Right? You got, I'm into <laughs> chemistry, and that's about it. <laughs> that little red record. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, November 30, 2021 edition. What Pedo Show? Hold tight for our well, special guest Eric uh, Frasca. Hold tight for our three. November 30, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
the Pedro Show. Start off the third hour. Zebulon Pike with Space is the Corpse of Time. A little pro- pronouncement rock there. <laughs> the Silver Mike Zion Memorial Orchestra Tra-La-La Band with Could Have Moved Mountains. Yes. And Zebulon Pike, Aztec Parallels. Off air, people, we were talking about some other Twin City kind of jazz trio. Mr. Chan Paul, because I was thinking of that Suburbs tune, and he was yeah. on the show a couple months ago. Great cat. I, I knew him because uh, they did a gig here, right? When he was going to Cal Arts, they knew the Suburban Lawns. And uh, so I saw Suburbs. <laughs> he had this fucking yellow raincoat on the back with the electrical tape that just had big old cock and then hard, you know. <laughs> and then the pants were made out of like a sacks when you go to the dry cleaner so balls and everything hanging out shit yeah and I, I think beach was playing with dildos and had dildos on the thing yeah they were a trip they were a trip and then they got kind of new wave but that yeah, first stuff yeah. was fucking so intense minuteman was huge suburbs fan anyway tell us about zebulon pike oh zebulon pike is my um instrumental metal band so you're the shot caller. Yes. Yes. That's right. I'm playing guitar in that band. Okay. Okay. And writing all the stuff and, and, um, bass parts. Well, I mean, not exactly, okay. but you know, you know, <laughs> you know how it is. I mean, like you yeah, write I a totally guitar know part. What it is. You think I wrote every drum fill for Georgie? Right. Think I wrote right. every guitar yeah. solo for T Boone. <laughs> No, yeah, exactly but, right. But I've provided some launch pads and some springboards. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. that's exactly. probably what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So what? what when, how how long has Zebulon Pike been going? That band started in 2002. Oh, okay. So it's ongoing. Yeah, we just we just well that band just ended and we just released our final kind of uh ep record thing just um a couple months ago damn so another chapter another chapter that's right because this one now is a previous chapter <laughs> okay okay it was a, it was but lengthy let, let's it was give let's, let's give credit to the cat who else was in the band uh morgan burkus was the other guitarist eric bowen played drums yeah. he's a longtime cohort of mine and tom berg was the bassist okay Okay, and it just ran out of gas? Yeah, I mean, really, that's what it was. Yeah, things happen like that. It's not a hate thing or anything, right? It just runs out of exactly. gas. Exactly. And uh, who knows down the road, right? Re- re- reboot or some shit. You that would be know. great. You never know. You never know. That's right. Now, what about this project? <laughs> I mean, you put your name on. When I put my name in my bands, you know what's written everything, because I want you to know who to blame. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if it's got just a name, way well, yeah, maybe that's kind of a, I don't know, coming together of things. But if my name's in there, yeah, blame him. Don't blame the other guy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is Air Francis's fake accent, and with yeah. Health House. Interesting. Let's listen.
last music for this edition. Rick Fresca's fake accent with Health House. Then the Alley Cats go way back. Except this is a more modern version. Uh, but still, it's Randy Stadola singing it. He told me about a gig when the Alley Cats, I think it was 1980, they played uh, First Avenue. And Bobby right. Dylan came to the gig. And he said he helped him with his amp. How'd you like Bobby Dylan help you load your fucking amp? Yeah, and then Eric Fretzka's big accent was secular exorcist, of course. What other cut is there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like saying assless chaps, right? <laughs> What's the other kind? <laughs> I love tell it. Me, tell me, enlighten us here, Eric. You want to hear a little bit about fake accents? I want to hear all of it. Well, that, you know... Kind of like uh, been doing Happy Apple, been doing uh, jazz trio. And I have Zebulon Pike going kind of a metal thing and a few other similar projects. And I just wanted to kind of um, combine all of those sounds and some weirder ideas that I've been having for over the past decade and just throw them all together and see what happens. Okay, like a schmoz. Like all the wrestlers show up, but nobody wrote a script, so they just gotta like fucking improvise, right? That's right. Whoa, what is it? Is it mainly a recording band, or does it do gigs? No, we've been we've been playing a little bit, and I hope to uh, definitely do some road work. Well, well tell me about you, what was the first gig like? See, first gig, first gig was at a, a cool place in the Twin Cities called Jazz Central. Uh-huh. Just a basement jazz club, yeah. and um, you know what they call just, those in France? What do we call those? Cav. And the yeah, way we spell would... it is really what it is: cave. <laughs> yeah, this would be a jazz cav for yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, they like usually the wine cellar or some shit. They made them into clubs. They called them cavs. Yeah, that's yeah, it, and we were just working it out. We had we had a few tunes. We had been we rehearsed for a little while, and we we're just uh, we did some improvising, and we wanted. When to you see do compositions, it, who cooks them up? Is it you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So again, that, you're, again, you're the shot caller. On that one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. because you know life's about taking turns, right? I, the, yeah. I, I, the, you know, I felt about this thing called sidemanitis. And sure, you can serve us a lifestyle, but man, those dudes get so frustrated. There's got to be times when you're the shot caller. It's good to have a little balance, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I I think life's... Look at, notice you don't always inhale, you don't always exhale. That's right. You take turns. Anyway, that's just some philosophy. Let's get back to reality and your your thing here. So that that first gig at the uh, jazz... At the Cov. At the Cov, that's right. Jazz... uh, Jazz Central. Jazz Central. Right, right. And uh, and it was a success. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we wanted to see. We had been rehearsing for a while, and we hadn't played it live for anyone yet. So the, it was that thing of like, well, let's see. Like you said, get back to reality. Let's right. get back to reality and right. see if it, it floats. Well, you know, there's the prac that you do with your guys, and you got to do that. But the real prac is gigs. <laughs> Doing them in front of people, right? That's the real prank, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, the good folks of ISP Provider Choice None World. And uh, But I got Eric back. And uh, uh, Bandcamp, Eric, Eric, I've been saying his name wrong on the whole show. Eric Fransky. 
Okay. Rob, I, I like you. You're doing the German pronunciation. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Like old world pronunciation. I like that. Okay. okay. Yeah, right things come over here and it's like, fuck. You know where it gets really fucked up? Pepperoni and bell pepper. I mean, my, you know, we got a lot of people in both lands that know each other. Hey, the pepperoni is the spicy sauces. Yeah, the bell pepper. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, Franz Kafka. Franz Kafka. No, Fransky. Eric Fransky at thebandcamp.com plays people, and there's a lot of music there. We're talking to, um, while we're trying to get things back together, his ongoing bands are still the Happy Apple. And, the, and the, yeah. these are fucking bitching associations with the, uh, Dave King, the stick man with the beat in his hand. The Dave King tra- Trucking Company still going. There there ain't any more gang fun, but there is a second album that was never released, and that might be come out. And the Zebulon Pike, even though it's no more, they just released their final memoriam. That's the twin monarchy, people. It ain't one monarchy. It's twins. And the, there was a, never a, a better metaphor for a t- twin guitarist band. Maybe dual mar- monarchy is <laughs> that name. That name. And, and, and you know... What has music taught you, Eric? All this journey that you've had since that you destroying that fucking toy drum set. Oh man, you got to keep going and be dedicated, and uh, you got to listen and play every day. You got to be dedicated, and and um, really, that's the main thing. You mean if you don't use it, you'll lose it? Yeah, but it's also just staying uh, connected to yourself and your creativity as well ah understood understood and that's probably a journey in itself oh yes okay that's beautiful advice a big honor to have you on the show you ever got any other stuff that you want to bring invites always open to you eric right thank you play it we'll talk about it and i'm sure you'll have a buttload of stories to go with it (laughs) i look forward to it yeah me too Keep Thanks for having me, People, it's been November 30, 2021, Dishawak Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.